Hi everyone, thank you for joining us in our second video on our YouTube channel. We are prevention specialists with Helpline Youth Counseling and today's topic is vaping gone viral. My name is Melissa. Hi everyone, my name is Kafila. And if you weren't able to catch us in our last video and don't know who we are, we work in drug and alcohol prevention and we work with the community to provide proven facts about substance use. I mentioned in the last video and I'll continue to mention it in our future videos. We are not here to tell you what to do or how to live your life. We are simply trying to provide people with knowledge and resources in order for them to make the best possible decisions for themselves. So as I mentioned, we are from Healthline Youth Counseling and HYC is a nonprofit organization. Um, the main goal that we have is to enhance the well-being in youth and their families through counseling, education, and using community resources. And part of that is drug prevention. We also have other departments that focus on completely different issues. And at the bottom, you'll find our Instagram handle and we post different infographics and upcoming events that could be useful to the community. So today we will briefly discuss the vaping epidemic, why there has been such a huge increase in vaping, how tobacco companies are taking advantage of social media. And finally, Kafila will end the video by giving some tips on how to be an informed consumer. So with that, let's go ahead and get started. So in our last video, we went into great detail about how vape products have evolved into this sleek product that is tiny and aesthetically pleasing to the eye, while also being incredibly easy to hide and carry. I mean, if you've ever seen one in person, you can tell that you can just put it in your purse, um, you can put it in your pocket, and chances are nobody will actually know that you're carrying it. And this tiny product, like the Juul, has become so common, yet many people don't know that one pod has more nicotine content than a pack of cigarettes. So while many people claim that they are better than smoking the traditional cigarette, they are equally or more addictive. But someone who does know this is tobacco corporations. If you've been or you have passed a gas station, a liquor store, or maybe you're driving on the freeway and you see a billboard, you'll see advertisements on the cost of these vape products. And most of these vape products have been developed by big tobacco corporations, or they've been developed by smaller companies that are backed by these tobacco corporations. And one of the reasons for this is because these corporations need to make a profit to stay alive. And they know that the newer generations are just not as interested in traditional cigarettes than older generations. Personally, I know a lot of older people um, who will first reach for a cigarette before even considering a vape product, just because they grew up with that. They grew up um, with the smell, they grew up seeing their parents doing it. So it's more normal for them to reach for a cigarette. Um, but how do the top tobacco corporations know that cigarettes would not be as wanted in newer generations? Well, there was more health ed education on newer generations. Um, people that are our age or a little bit younger know that cigarettes can cause lung cancer. We know that they smell and that it can cause yellow teeth. So we were taught all of these negative health consequences um, and we have developed a negative connotation because of it but we didn't learn about the negatives of vaping because we're barely scratching the surface on that. And there's still a lot of research that needs to be done to fully understand the health consequences. So as cigarette use started to decline in newer generations and even some older people began to vape uh, to stop smoking, 
the tobacco corporations realized that their profits could not mainly come from their cigarettes anymore. The use of vaping is only going up, and this could be due to corporations following these trends of creating advanced vape products that are attractive to young people. And how do they advertise these products? Well, they're taking advantage of social media because many of us have our social media accounts, um, especially during the pandemic, we use social media to talk to our friends, to keep up with news and to pass the time. And if you're scrolling through Instagram or you're watching YouTube videos, chances are you would have seen um, an advertisement for a vape product. So I don't know about you guys, but I like to keep up with some celebrities that interest me. And I've noticed that they will accept to advertise a vape or alcohol product on their social media. And it's very easy for them to just take a quick picture, post it, and make a really quick buck from it in just a few hours. And it's the same thing with influencers. And what you'll notice is that they'll try to look unfazed or cool, or they'll look really happy, like they're having the time of their life um, and trying to convince the audience that whatever they're holding is a factor in why they are feeling a certain way. And I know most of us will say, oh, I wouldn't let some company influence my decision in whether I'm going to purchase this stuff or not. But we are often being influenced whether we know it or not. And these corporations have hired the people who have studied um, psychology and they've studied how um, consumers work and what they want and how they're going to be able to market their product. So just scrolling through social media and quickly seeing a product then exposes our brain to this image. And when we're at the store and see it, we may be like, oh, I've seen that product before. I wonder if it's actually any good. Corporations have done this for decades. So they are excellent at this type of thing. They are excellent at keeping their business going. And what we have to do as individuals is make sure that we're printing ourselves first and that we are taking the right steps to keep ourselves happy and healthy. So Kafila will continue with this discussion and talk about how to be an informed consumer. Thank you, Melissa. So definitely big corporations are out here to sell, definitely out here to advertise their um, products, their goods and their services. Um, but what does that really mean and how does that really impact our community? So because social media and mass media in general have such a huge impact um, a lot of what they say, a lot of what they put out there into the community, um, and a lot of what um, community members are seeing and kind of feeding in from social media, mass media, such as new movies, music, um, advertisements on TV and things like that. Um, it has a huge impact on our health. So let's kind of go back to the early 1900s and look at this advertisement to the left. Um, and so here is an advertisement for cigarettes and you see at the bottom it says, as your dentist, I would recommend. So definitely you have folks who are growing up and who are um, belong to the generation in the early 1900s and the mid 1900s to where it was such a normalized thing to smoke cigarettes and use different kind of tobacco products. Um, the doctors were recommending it. Everybody was doing it. Um, it was most likely in more than half of households. Um, it was allowed in school. So it was such a normalized thing. Um, but and in 1964, the Surgeon General actually put out a report that said, hey, smoking and tobacco products are actually not good for us and maybe we should start looking into the health impacts. Um, and so from that, we have corporations who again are trying to make money, especially your tobacco companies. Um, they're sitting back thinking, okay, so now that everyone knows this information, how can we still market and advertise our product um, and still make some good money all while everybody's trying to be health conscious? 
And so you have your advertisement to the right and kind of an evolution in how tobacco companies are selling and targeting their audiences. And so in the advertisement to the right, you see made different, made with organic tobacco, um, American spirit. So this is definitely kind of feeding into the newer generations um, who are definitely a little bit more liberated, the younger audiences. Um, but down on the bottom at the very, in small print, you see Surgeon General warning. Um, and it kind of says these things can cause um, trouble and complications with pregnancy, uh, lung cancer, heart disease, and things like that, but in very, very small print. So you see this evolution of, hey, your dentist would recommend it to, hey, made different organic um, you know, ingredients, but Surgeon General still says that it can cause some complications. It can cause some complications. And so you see a big evolution in the way that tobacco products are being advertised um, from the early 1900s to modern day. So what does that all mean? Um, so that means we need to work a little bit harder on um, thinking about how we cannot be fooled and how we can be aware and be informed. And so like we said, tobacco products are definitely targeting based on community, based on location of where the advertisements will be, based on generational trends, um, based on pop culture. All of these things are being taken into consideration, but what's not being taken into consideration is the overall optimal health um, and public health in general. Uh, you don't see advertisements of tobacco products saying, hey, smoking is really bad for you, listing all of the um, bad complications that can happen, like the lung disease, like um, heart disease, and things like that. You definitely see them marketing to the masses. And so how can we go about um, being influenced and you know being on social media, scrolling, watching YouTube videos, and subconsciously just take subconsciously taking in all this information and still be informed consumers. So an informed consumer can be anyone. It can be you. Um, it can be us. You can help someone else be an informed consumer. And all it really takes is a couple of steps and a couple of things um, to take into consideration. So for example do your research. I think you all have landed on this video and I'm so glad that you're here watching our podcast. Um, and this is a great start. So now you know that being an informed consumer just starts with being um, well-informed on what you're actually ingesting or what you're actually buying or consuming in. So definitely doing your research. Um, credible sources like the CDC, World Health Organization, um, American Lung Association, things like that are great resources to look into um, to figure out what exactly are you putting into your body? What exactly are you buying and how will it impact you in the long run? Another way, have conversations with your primary care physician. Um, there's a lot of ways, there's a lot of questions that you can ask. No question is a quote unquote dumb question. Um, it's always good to ask and stay informed um, and especially get advice on different things, especially if you're out consuming and you don't know whether a product is good for you or bad for you or what can be some of the short or long-term impacts, um, especially for your overall health. And then lastly, one very important thing, after you've done your research, after you've made sure to um, talk to your doctor, make sure that you make wise decisions. Um, all the information that you're learning, all the information that you're taking in by doing your uh, research and having conversations with not only your primary care physician, um, but your peers as well. So after you've been having these conversations and kind of have looked and done your research, just make sure you make informed decisions, um, decisions that will definitely help you in the long run and that will definitely impact your health um, positively uh, long-term. And that's definitely the main reason why we're here, again, as Melissa stated in the beginning, just to provide you all with some information so that you all can make informed decisions. All the information that we've given you, I know it's been a lot, um, but definitely if there's one thing that you leave with, it's that vape is definitely prominent in our communities. 
And although we don't know much about it and there's still research being done, um, doing your research on your own, on your own time, watching videos like this one can definitely help you to make informed decisions um, and having conversations with trusted adults and um, your primary care physician can also help you make informed decisions. So hopefully that is something that sticks with you throughout this video. If you do have any questions, please do not hesitate to email us um, and then follow us on Instagram at AOD prevention underscore HYC. And we're excited to see you at our, ne our next podcast. Thank you.